Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your boy Trillium, and I'm back with another podcast episode. Uh, this is a really great one with my friend Alex Olson, aka Fluency. Um, we sat here and we had a good talk at his studio down in Seattle, his house, and um, after editing this, <laughs> dude, we had such a good time. There's so many good laughs, and this is going to be the last episode of 2020. Um, I've got a lot of fun stuff planned for 2021, but, you know, with the holidays, there's just a lot going on, a lot on my plate. So, you know, we're going to take a couple steps back, take a couple weeks off, and then we will be back and good to go for the rest of 2021. We got some cool guests, people outside of music, and I'm really excited. So without further ado... Here is Alex Olson, aka Fluency. Let's go. Hello, everybody. It's your boy Trillium. We're here on Trill Talks Trends, and I'm here with in person. It's our first official podcast of the season. I don't even know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> but we are here with the beautiful Bellingham boy. Hey, the drip too hard. Hey. Golden Gardens neighbor. Yup. Ghost train. Lover <laughs> of all things. We've got Alex Olson, hey, aka Fluency. Hey, give it up for the we need like a crowd that goes like clap, clap, yeah, clap, 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 clap. Yeah. Cause that's for my ego. Um Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I don't really know what we're what we're in for, but whatever it is. As long as it's not as silent as that ghost train that we almost got hit by earlier today. Yes, as long as it's not as silent as that. Speaking of silent ghost trains, did you ever watch Hey Arnold growing up? Not that much, no. Okay, there but was they, an, sorry, go ahead. There was an episode where there was a ghost train and that's where I got that story from. Ah. Yep, it was from the memory bank. Is that one the one of the characters has like orange hair that's like really sprays out kind of like a or is that is that right no <laughs> is that from caillou Maybe that's i don't think caillou. so caillou yeah feel like everyone's they're all like oh what's the one arthur well they're like an aardvark yeah, yeah arthur yeah. the aardvark oh dude i actually loved that show growing up there was this one episode where they uh-huh. didn't have there was a power outage and they put like a cardboard box and they pretended like it was a TV and they all had their oh. own different like episodes and it was an all musical episode. And one of the songs was having fun. Isn't hard when you got a library card. <laughs> it was such a fire song. It's like books, ball, baseball, hockey, and soccer. And you even how to build yourself a cool door knocker. I could stay in this place for hours and hours. I like both with Aww, pictures of lots of pretty sweet. flowers. Getting jumped up by a giant pterodactyl. That's uh, yeah, that's it sounds like they song. were ahead of their time with the rap. Yeah. They were. You know, and for everyone out there, me and Alex have had some Ooh, legendary bro, freestyle raps together. Oh, bro, don't even start. We really have. And, you know, maybe if the vibes yeah, are right wait, today, I'm you 100% up for a freestyle <laughs> section. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Great. I'm glad. So every episode, we know we don't got anything planned. I got a couple questions, and I'm that we're gonna start it off with that, Let's do and it. that's all we're gonna do. So the question I have was, I I was listening to oh. a lot of your discography today on the way here, and like in on my run, and at first 
I listened to like the top five on Spotify and I was like, yeah, these are really vibey. These are great songs. And I got to my favorite from like 2018. I think when I first heard it was let's. Oh, yeah. Take me high. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Take me high. That that song was one of my favorites. And it wasn't until I was driving on the way here and I was right by like Uh Bishop uh Blanchett or whatever that school is. And I heard your song. Oh, and that is a hundred percent. Wow, interesting. Yes, and because that was, Mm -hmm. I think I looked at it it was like May or June or something, and that was right before you and I started. Yeah, that's uh, that's the song I did with Anya Kotar. She's on the second half and the hook, right? Yeah, and um, Mm -hmm. fucking banger, dude. It's just how it goes. I started singing on my tracks, and it changed the vibe completely. That was one of my questions that I had on here was like when because last time we talked, we talked about like kind of how you got into music, but you don't have to really got to get into today. But like there was in your music, there was a shift when you started 100%. singing yourself. What, what uh, a lot that? of it was feeling like I had a voice that wasn't being expressed through the music. Uh, mm. And almost ironically, what I wanted to achieve with my voice ended up being like the opposite of what I achieved. Like I wanted to be able to make music faster, which is totally, I don't know if that, like I can now make a song all the way through just me singing it, producing it, everything. And so if I really want to make a song, if I wake up one day and I'm like, that's what I want to do today, I can, and I can do a pretty good Mm job. Whereas before I had to like coordinate with people who were singers and you never know if they're going to be feeling it or you never know if, what they write is going to line up with the vision that you have. So there's a lot more. And there's a beautiful part of collaboration that I don't, mm. that I love about music. But um, there's also something about really having a feeling and getting it out quickly before it goes away. And that uh, was yeah. initially what inspired me. And I also, I loved really hype music. I loved really energetic music. And I thought that when I started singing, it would just be a continuation of that. You know, like I would just be like, popping Uh on the mic popping off like doing whatever and it ended up being not that at all it ended up being like a really deep dive into like a way more emotional softer side that i didn't even really expect but most Mm -hmm. of my songs come out that way it's crazy and um yeah so that was that was what what ended up happening as i started singing and the motivation for that was your original question right yeah, the motivation was just to, uh, like, yeah. explore my own voice because, especially as a producer, like, I did start to feel trapped. Like, oh, I can only do this bag of tricks and, like, I'm the producer guy. Like, yeah. you know, you don't feel as seen, uh-huh. I would say, because it's not your voice. It's uh-huh. just your sounds. Yeah. It's your sounds and it's, like, what you've curated, but it's not necessarily your voice or, like, the vibe sure that you but really it, ironically the vibe there. that i really wanted to put out there it wasn't what my voice brought me either yeah like brought me to a different area it brought me into this like sad boy realm which is cr- cool and crazy but it is not what i like had really wanted when i got into it it sounded maybe, like that's what maybe. you needed to yeah, express yeah exactly so it's just been a really you know? interesting journey and i think that like it's made me closer, feel closer to singers, understand like vocalists way more and made me a way better vocal coach and way more like empathetic and understanding because as just a producer, you don't realize how hard it is to write a song that resonates or to write something that feels honest. 
So, but when you start doing it yourself, you're like, oh, fuck, okay, I get it. Like, <laughs> like you can't just sit there and be like, come on, write something hot. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, that's, no. it'll never work that yeah. way when yeah. there's all that pressure. When did, I have a question. Can I, can I so, shoot it back at you? Yeah, okay. of course. Okay. Of course. Like, I how want long, this. When did you start singing? And then how long was it before you realized you could start singing in your own music? And then when did you realize that you wanted to release your music with your vocals on it? So it's like a three-parter. Ooh, yeah. I love that question. I love it. So the first part was... When did you start when singing? When did I decide? When did you start I've been singing since okay. before I produced. So that was something I'd always wanted to do. I'm, this is for all everyone out there. I'm going to tell you the first song I ever made. Do it. I'm going to sing it for you right now. It was it's because I really fucking <laughs> love The Legend of Zelda. Uh. <laughs> and I made this song in my room. And I remember being like, my sword and my shield, I never had a doubt. My sword and my shield, I'll never be without. That's fire, bro. And that's, that's all fire. I had, dude. And it was, I was like maybe mm-hmm. like six or seven years old. And I wrote that. And I remember gathering my whole family like, like a death happened and I was like, Everyone, <laughs> guys, you have to, to hear this. Right <laughs> it's a bang. You got, you, I, we got some shit in my room. Come on. And they're like, okay. And I started playing, singing the song and I was, mm-hmm. I was in that moment and they all started laughing at me so and I'm tragic. like, no. And I just, my heart, my little six year old, six year old heart was just like broken at the time. So I never pursued wow, music after that. That one experience. That's crazy. That one experience, I was too too self conscious, and then like, I did piano growing up, Mm -hmm. hated it because I didn't like practicing, and then just music just Mm -hmm. never seemed like anything I could do, until the the real thing I did was make. What do you? Oh, like as mixtapes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burn CDs, bro. I remember my sister taught me the ways of the burning CDs, and she would Mm -hmm. like write every track on it and then write the names and like the artists and i was like oh it's so organized and so like we still have all these old cds that like whenever we go into like our silver accord that still has a cd player we'll listen to it that's and like crazy. dude it's a trip and so when i started getting into producing like the goal was to make was to make things that i could eventually sing yeah. on or rap on Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to get to that point. But then at a certain point, yeah. I got lost in the sauce. And like, it was no yeah. longer, that was no longer the goal. It was just to produce some fucking bangers that like people would vibe to. But it was like, not like I would get mm-hmm. all my vocals from Splice, which I'll still yeah. do today. I still love me some Splice. But like, I've like, right now I'm on day 15 of making a hundred songs and like, the ones that I yep. love the most are yep. using my voice, you know, like the ones that like, I know I'm going to go back and finish that idea and put so much more time into are the ones that like I'm singing on. Cause I'm like, dude, like it's so nice yeah. to hear myself it like, is, it's comforting it is. In, in, a, in a way. And so like the first song that I ever did it with was, um, I was part of this mm-hmm. club at Western which for everybody out there, me and Alex met Shout out. at Western Washington University. The Vikings. Shout out to the Vikings. Yep. Odessa, Death Cab for Cutie came from there. Also, we got some really good friends from <laughs> there. But besides the fact, um, I was in this club called Happy Club. And Happy Club was, it stood for Positive Psychology Club. With Demetrius, um, Anselmo, 
Abu and Michelle. And there was literally five sure. of us the first meeting. And it was just like we would go every day. And it was essentially oh, a group therapy that's great. session. And like we would just talk. We'd have different mm-hmm. topics that we talk about every week. And it got to the point where we had like 15 members. And we're like, oh, shit. Like, and then the the now we had like... Um, we would start off with like an icebreaker mm-hmm. to get everyone to know each other. And then we'd introduce ourselves and then ask about our weeks. And then mm-hmm. we'd have like a topic to go into. And it got to the point where we had, there was one meeting. Wow. We had over a hundred people and it just grew into this huge thing. And like, it all just started because right. we all wanted well, that's real. To. I mean, you know, yeah. That, yeah. right. That's how I feel like what we all just need. And we wanted to do something for the community so we did this thing called the 24 mm-hmm. karat magic dance where we just did like Aww, it was like a high school that's dance so cute. like everyone dress up and like just yeah. have like everyone just have a good time and then they asked me to dj and i was like okay i'll dj but on one uh-huh. occasion or on one condition and they're like what is it and i was like i'll play like all the hip-hop bangers all the things that you guys want but I want my own set. Yes. My own own set of my own music. Cause I'm like, and so I said that. And then I was like thinking, I was like, how am I going to bridge the gap between just like rap to like EDM house? Like, how am I going to bridge this? And so the only thing I could think of was Uh a hard motherfucking reset. And I've, I don't know if I've talked about this in another episode. I think I did, but like, um, went to this comedy show by Duncan Trussell who if yes anyone's that's who Midnight it is gospel, i love him about yeah, this, Mid- yeah yes the dude on midnight yeah, gospel yeah. and he started the set with a sound bowl and it was just like mm. and like you forgot about all the openers you forgot about everything and we didn't even start today's podcast uh, with 3d breaths we should do it at which some point. i usually do you so do it right now we should well, hold on right i want now. you to finish Since, your story. yeah let's do it right now yeah, I do. Ooh, and then you want me to finish over. the thought? Yeah, I do. Okay. Wait. No, because they both directly correlate. Uh, oh, okay. Shit. All right. We'll do it. Let's do it. We're Let's doing do it, it right Let's now. Do it. We're doing right. it right now, bro. <laughs> okay. So, everybody out there, um, just center yourself, close your eyes, and just listen to my voice. And we're going to take three deep breaths together in through the nose and out through the mouth. In. And out. In. And out. In. And out. One more for extra credit. In. And out. That was nice. That was great. That was nice. Thanks for being in that moment with me, Alex. And so with that being said, like, I was like, how am I going to do this hard reset for everybody? And that was when I made the song Three Deep Breaths was i was the song is like it's like hello everybody this and it was like a grand intro it's kind of like this is your conductor of funk i go by the name of trillium who's trillium how y'all doing tonight i want to do things just a little bit differently i want to set the tone off real nice and then we go into breathing and then after the breathing i go like it's not about what you wear 
but it is about how you wear it. It's not about how much money you have in the bank, but it is about how much love for you have for yourself. Love for your health, love for your friends, like all this. And I go into all this and it was just like, that was what I thought happy club yeah. mm-hmm. was, you know, what was about was like, you know, like taking care of yourself, sure. taking care about the people you care about. And, um, That's so and I made a fucking song out of it and used wow. my voice for the first time ever. And so now, like, even though I listen to 3D Breath and it's not like the best produced house song I have, it mm-hmm. it's how I want to start every set because it's like I want us yeah. all to be on that grounded I mean, level together. That makes a huge difference and as then, a performer. Yeah. Like, I really like those moments of contemplation because a lot of times you're bombarded, especially at music shows, with sound the whole time. And mm-hmm. some artists don't even connect with you. Some artists won't even say like, "Hey, like, how's everybody no. doing?" Like, some people just go up and press play, or, and there are some artists who do a little too much of the like anecdotal stuff. But I think that's something that yeah is so valuable about the 3D breaths is that it puts everybody on the same wavelength. Like, 200 people, 500 people, mm-hmm. a thousand people doesn't matter. You know, like you can just it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, and like if anybody's you know going to my shows and doing <laughs> drugs, like you know, like I really want you to like yeah. take a moment and chill for a second. Don't clench your jaw, like mm-hmm. freaking just be in the moment. And like that, that sometimes taking deep breaths is enough to take you out of mm. a bad trip, out of a bad mindset. Wow, like just really grounds you. And so that was the vibe that I went with, and. Then the last song on that, the first song on my album and the last song were the only ones that used my own voice. And the last song was called Comparison. And we talked about comparison today Mm -hmm. with like, you know, people around us and like, you know, buying houses and kids houses and kids and, you know, getting married. And like I had that same feeling when I was in New York because like I worked at Nordstrom, which Mm. is 100 percent commission. And you can see all of the money that your coworkers make. So like it's a competition to see who can make the most and like, and we're all in fashion. So it's like, I was, it was like comparison is such a mighty sin to oneself, one another, your sister, brother, and your kin. And it's like, it truly is like, I've never had a good time from comparing myself. And like the book that I just read, the seven spiritual laws of success, who, oh my God, you were there when I found out about that book. Really? Bro. It was at LDE. When um, it was the last day uh-huh. and Mark Bird was talking, we were all sitting at the table and Mark Bird was talking about how he was going to do a book club with uh-huh. him and Will Jordan about this book called Seven Spiritual Laws of Success oh, by Deepak yeah. Chopra. And yeah. And then I asked him about that. They never hit Whatever. me back up. You know, yeah. life happens. <laughs> and like, but I still bought the book Holy and I shit. read it four times. I listened to it on audio tape three times and then I wow. read it all the way through once and I plan on reading Can it you repeat again the title highlighting all the things the Got seven it. spiritual laws of success by Deepak Chopra and this book wow. fucking when did changed you read my life bro like wow okay. I, immediately I, after I got back sounds like the next book I bought it that wow the very next week and um one of the one of the things that they told me to do was to write down all of my um, desires. Okay. 
So nice. if can you I look right them? here, this no. is literally just You're going to read them out? Okay, wow. Them out loud. Why don't you? I'll read them out loud. Wait, before you do so, this, um, I want to know how the dance went yeah. for the show. Oh, shit. You want to hear about really? Dude, the dance went so well. Like, it was so nerve-wracking because, like, I, I mean, like, oh, my God. I remember at the dance, like, there's this point where um, I was playing, like, Spanish house music. <laughs> oh, oh. And then what was his name? Oh, Lawrence was given a lap dance to Jessica. I forget her last name, but Jessica, and she was in this chair, and he, the whole crowd Let's was go. just, like, hyping them <laughs> up dude it was so hot and like it was just such a cool moment and like the whole night felt like a movie like i was djing for like there was a point where like all the power went out on the stage and i had to dj from my ipod or from my phone on like the on the gym speakers that's a real you gotta play it by ear like you know and I, 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 cause and it was like in a supply closet, and I'd have to like put peek out and see if people are still oh dancing. God. Go back in. <laughs> Talk about rolling. With yeah, the dude, that was I for I forgot about that part. The rest of the That's night great. went by really, really well. Great, cool. All right, that's all. Yeah, I just wanted to hear. Back to the desires. All right, yeah. I, you know, I'm not gonna read all of them. Fuck it, I have to. Like, so what it says in the book was like, wake up and read these. Keep this notebook with you all day and okay. then read them before you go to sleep. And I really, I, I started writing my desires August 27th and I didn't finish the page until September 29th. So oh. I really thought about these and it was like, so strive for happiness as much as possible. Be an amazing son, brother, and love my family to create endlessly using as many mediums as possible. To not cast judgment on anyone. Love everyone like a sibling or myself. To create abundance for myself and for my loved ones. To fall in love with the journey and the process. To be present in the now. To be happy with my body and strive to make healthy choices. To give, 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 give Mm. without expectations. To recognize my infinite potential and in others. I want to have as much fun as possible. Continue to challenge myself in every way to be out in nature, find new places to connect to and communicate my feelings, help others and reach out to people when I think about them, to lucid dream and control my surroundings in the dream world, uh, to release attachment and follow the path of least resistance, to be patient and hold compassion for all, to be, to balance, ooh, to balance vulnerability mm, and boundaries to meditate yeah. as often as I can and to, for music to fill my life wow. with emotions and love. That's really good. Yeah. That's all really good. Yeah. Thanks for listening to those. I've wow. actually well, never shared that with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, now, it's, now, it's funny now the when you ether said desires, I was kind of like, Oh, wait, wait a second. That doesn't sound very spiritual. Cause when, in my head, when you say desire, I think like, lust or like wanting to be famous or like Sex wanting or people to like oh. you or you know, wanting money or mm-hmm. all of these things that are more I would say le- less productive to think about yeah but like when you started reading them I was like oh, yeah, no, these are fucking great like I want all of these for you you know so that's that's awesome yeah. it's really good that you have that thank you yeah I just like the the concept that like 
you know, you don't have to look from external sources. You can fi- kind of find like, yeah, a hundred percent. It's a Buddhist principle. Like and desire the, is the root of all suffering and like desire for things yeah. that you don't have. But that list did not include yep. any of that. It was like, it was like spiritual guidelines that are immediately available today, mm-hmm. which is really grounding because mm-hmm. there's no boundary in between you and a positive mindset when you read those things. Right. Yes. And the reiteration of seeing those desires and or like, mm-hmm. you know, wishes for yourself, like it really will make them happen. Like the thing that I think this all started because we talked about comparison and like the, the thing that I keep finding myself doing is like going into patterns of judgment mm. and like, you know, judging myself or judging others for the actions that they do. Sure. And I'm like, I think we all do that. I, I think yeah. we all do that. Yeah. And I, when I do that, I, it, the moment I catch myself, I go, do not cast judgment. Wow. And I stop myself. Wow. And it's like, it's like a snowball effect. Like you can, That's it's beautiful. like when you fall down a TikTok hole, yeah. you know, you can really just fucking down go down in that rabbit hole mm-hmm. or you could be like hey this is enough like i i don't want to i don't want to feed that energy anymore and then just well totally and as somebody who like spends time around you <clears throat> i can feel that you're not judging me mm-hmm. in any like it's like it's freeing you know you don't you feel like you can say what you think and yeah. then that leads to exciting conversation as opposed to like being afraid or feeling like you have to prove yourself, mm. you know, none of that is, is a pos- leads to positive interaction. And no. I think that that starts maybe from like what you can control, which is your own mindset, you know, release your own that mindset, judgment. your own yeah. reactions. Huge, 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 huge. There's like that quote that says, I don't, I don't know if it's a quote, but it's like, um, I don't, I don't look above at anyone and I don't look below meet mm. me at eye level. Sure. And it's like, I want that with for everyone. Yeah. Like, I always want to be like, yo, like, it doesn't matter what I've done in my life or what you've done in my life. Like, how's your day? Yeah. Because well, everybody still has a day, dude. You know? yeah. What did you, you have for lunch? Right. <laughs> right. How's your significant other or lack thereof? Yeah. Right? You know, something as simple as like asking, how's your family doing? Sure. Like, dude, I, I love when people ask me that. I'm like, my family's doing good. Yeah. Or like. And if I think about it and they're not doing good, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should check in with them more. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. So, wow, that that was a, a rabbit hole and a half that we got on that tangent. I Ooh. love it. This is going to be a long podcast. You know? <laughs> with you and me. That's, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> so, speaking, speaking of long podcasts, speaking of long days... I want to talk about the first day that you and I started hanging out. Okay. So you, Oh, wow. It was epic, wasn't it? It was yeah. such an epic day. Damn, for so, real. So, like... Um, we, I, you, I think it was like, I was posting all those videos of like Sloan, my neighbor braiding my hair and like me going on hikes and stuff. And it was just being a freaking goofy, goofy goof online. And you reached out to me one day and we're like, Hey bro, like, I love what you like, you're putting out online. And like, I think we should hang out. And I was like, hell fucking yeah. (laughs) Oh, cause like, you know, I remember in Bellingham, 
you know, we would always be around each other. And we played that show together too. We played, a, I thought a couple shows. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think we played a couple shows, but the one I really remember was the end fair. Yes. Same. That was so much that fun. Was, the crowd was fantastic. The, the crowd was great. Dude, they loved, and there, there wasn't a ton of people. There but was, they, every single person there was hyped. Everyone there was hyped and everyone there was ready to dance. Yes. And like, no matter who was playing. Yes. And yes. I, I love that moment. And, um, I remember that was the first time I ever saw you like playing piano live. I guess I had um, never really noticed your like what your performances really consisted of. Sure. But so we had all those interactions, but we never, you know, we never like had that connection. Sure. And then we met up at Kulan Park <laughs> and like it was kind of yeah. like a hinge date, you know, it like, was, you, you know, it, it was, was like, you're like, hey, like, how's it going? Like. We meet up. You never know how long it's going to be. Like no. it, it could be an hour and a half hangout or whatever. Could be half an hour. Half an hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like whatever. What and so I remember seeing you in the lawn shirtless with crutches. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, this has already started off to a great day. <laughs> and like we started talking like we were having a blast. Yeah. And do you remember what the the flip of the switch of the day was? We went swimming. We went fucking yes, swimming, dude, bro. Yes, so you got popping. it on. The, it was you were like, we could just swim right now, and I was like, I don't have a swim trunk. She's like, I don't either, and we just swam in our boxers dude, in the freaking middle was of great. the ocean. You know, that, the ability to be open to experiences like that is what makes life worth living, and finding people like that is is harder than it, you would think. Oh, it is you know? so hard. And I just love that. You know, yeah, that's like dude. what makes me happy. It's like we were hanging out, like we were like we were six years old, fucking just playing out in the neighborhood. Yes, that exactly. was the vibe. Like, yes. I'm getting chills thinking about it right now because that's what we did today. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> we, we did the we same shit. We literally did yeah. that shit today. Yeah, and like we just you know, I remember just like we swam, and we we danced when you were on crutches. Yeah, yeah. Like we we vibed, and then we went to go eat sushi. And then hung out at your house. We hung out for like nine hours. Oh my god! We hung out for a. Did full we go down? Was it the same day that we went down to the beach and met those people, or was that a? Different that was the same day. That was the same day. That was a long ass. Oh day. my god, bro! Yeah, so we went and went to the beach, and we met. I remember because we just wanted to. We pressed the laptop. So oh it yeah. Freeze. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Um, I think we we because it was like the height of like COVID and like no one. We haven't seen many people uh -huh. in a long time. And I remember you and I were just like, dude, maybe we can find someone on the beach. That's cool. Yeah. And we've, and we I remember did. being chilly and like, all I wanted was a fire. And there is those guys with the fire. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. And wow. that, that was a great time. Wow. And then like fast forward to today. Yeah. We haven't seen each other in three months and we just went down to the beach, the good old beach good again old beach. and had a blast. Heck yeah. Picking it up right where we left off. Yeah. So, Ooh. yeah, there's something about, like, you know, energies of people. And, like, it, like you said before, like, it is hard to find people that, like, you can just kind of just be loose, you know? Yeah, just, like, let it hang. throw it yeah. to, like, oh, we don't have to have a plan to hang out. It's just going to go how it goes. Yeah. That's the best. Though. Mm -hmm. That's like the way it should be, I think. So, d d would you say that that you t you take that like approach into making music? Do you like hundred percent? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I can see that in oh your face. Oh my god! Hell bro. yeah! Yeah, it's like uh, if you're not having fun making it, no one's gonna have fun listening to it. D 
snaps to that for any any producer out there anyone who's making music out there that's a hundred percent like if you're slaving over your music and in, then people are not going to want to listen people to that. are going to feel that yeah i call it tension like you can hear Ooh. the tension in the music uh-huh. even if it's supposed to be like a fun summer song yeah there can be the like overworked feeling mm-hmm. and a lot of times that uh, for me because i was a producer that would happen to me sometimes, but I would also be able to recognize it in other producers. Oh. So you can listen to a song and be like, oh, that track sounds like it's got, you know, it's been overworked mm. because the best tracks, they aren't that hard to make. They don't no. take that long. And yeah. you just kind of boom. Yeah. Some of my favorite songs are like 13 tracks right. or like 18 tracks. And then I have some songs that are like 70 tracks I'm and I'm sure. like, what is this? Yeah. But it felt like, cause I, you know, I was watching a lot of YouTube tutorials and like you see their projects mm-hmm. and you're like what in the world like i have to compete with that but you i know, have to have 150 freaking things no i don't some of that i mean if that's excuse me if that's what you want to do and that's what's fun for you yeah then oh, then yeah, go you're for right. that you're right you know yeah, what i mean i like that mindset but it depends on what is intriguing to you because at the end of the day you're the one who has to sit down if you're sitting down to like make the music to get something out of it that's not going to make the right kind of music. Oh. That's going to make like a needy kind of energy. Yeah. And so you have to sit down and you have to make music. That's a giving kind of energy and like an energy of love and energy of like abundance. And that makes it really easy to make music. You sit down, you're not judging yourself. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to make yourself have a good time. Yeah. And then that, that reads, you know, people feel that they, so. they can feel that. Yeah. hundred percent. So w- would you say like, do you do you feel that flow when you're making music? You know, if you know what I'm talking about. A hundred percent. Yeah, I used to more, right? Uh-huh. Like I used to really get, and I would get sucked into it. You know, it takes a lot out of me, especially after I've, you know, because when I get into it, I don't like to be distracted. I don't like to I don't stop. Like to talk. No, yeah. I don't. No talking. Just just work. And mm-hmm. it, it it's, you know, it's a little obsessive hmm. for me, and it'll happen. I'll get into a flow state. I might. It might be, you know, eight hours. Oh, shit. Or it might be like five hours at night and then I wake up and four hours in the morning, you know, and it's like I like to get it done. And it's almost a little intimidating because, like, if I get sucked into something like that, I tend to blow off other things that I've done. So I have to really oh. have nothing to do. Yeah. And I also it's hard to plan for because you don't know when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so, like, more the more the older I get, the more like responsibilities I have and the more people that I like am coordinating with Mm -hmm. the less i've had time to like really dive into that but i think that that's totally fine yeah it just it feels right but no when i dive in and i go into that flow state it's like only only when you come out with a song that's really good uh which is most of the times what happens if you make it all the way down there Mm -hmm. um is uh yeah it's like bet the best feeling ever Right. Like you lose track of time. You lose track of like who you are as a person. You're you just are like, one with your computer. Yeah, you're you're one, one with your hands yes. to like do everything. The expression is just happening through your body. It's yeah. not even like it's like a soul bending experience. It's crazy. And yeah. I haven't I haven't done it in a while. So uh, did, would you did you get into that state during LDE? At all? Mm, I was touching on it. I wasn't okay. in there. I was too social. OK. Yeah. Yeah, because there was I remember there was this one moment I walked into the room with you and Anna when you were recording and you had this laser focus in your eye. And I was Mm. like, I was like getting something out of my bag and I was like, I don't know if I should be in this room. I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) maybe it's possible. I definitely 
can come off. Like I, I was working the other day and my friend Peter FaceTimed me and uh-huh. I like picked up the FaceTime just out of habit. And he was like, he texted me later. And he was like, bro, are you like good? Like what's going on? And I was just <laughs> like, fuck, I'm sorry. Like that's what happens to me. Like I just get zoned in zoned into it, and I just forget. I lose track of everything. Oh, I mean, I was talking with my friend Jose last night and he was talking about his first performance. Like, was the last performance I think I did at the Vera project Mm -hmm. and he was talking about how you know he got through one song and then he blacked out for the rest of it because he just got in that flow state wow was he he DJ he was DJing yeah yeah yeah. so he was performing and I was like dang that's like I I can I can relate to that like Mm -hmm. whenever I've performed I feel like I always black out really yeah interesting like if like I don't know if I remember listening to some kind of interview by Beyonce and she was talking about Sasha Fierce where it's like her alter ego when she performs. Mm-hmm. And I, I always think of it kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh, like Yami Yugi, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, Yugi's yeah. like this cute old little boy. And then he just has like this dominatrix, like freaking <laughs> Egyptian soul inside of him. Yeah. And I feel like whenever I perform or I get into the flow state, Yami Yugi comes Got out. Got it. That's Got how it. I would explain sure. it. I don't black out when I perform. No? No, I remember it. It's like the fun part for me. I mean, I mean, like, I remember moments of it, but, like, it feels like that performance is done, like, in a, in an instant. Yeah, well, because it's, it's, it's like a drug. It's like it the is. best drug because yeah. you're just getting all of this validation. So. Whoa. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, it is yeah. a lot of validation that, like, whatever you're doing is working right or you know, or if it's not then it's or like, if it's not i've had those shows oh, too dude can yeah. we t- please talk about some blunders oh my can God. we please hear some blunders some performance you go first blunder. you go first <laughs> okay the first one i can think of is the very first time i ever dj'd on xdjs mm. which Are you talking about cdjs it's like the one step below a cdj i don't know Got what it. the difference between them but they feel like the same thing sure and um Oh, I think the XDJs just don't have a touchscreen. But the I was on them, and I've only used like Ser, like Serato DJ yeah, before that with like a tractor. Yeah, or, or yeah, with like a you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And I go up on the stage, and I had just YouTubed everything. I didn't even touch anything oh, yet. Oh no, dude! And I, and so I get up there, just like bright eye, bushy tail with sure. my USB, and I plug it in, and for some reason I'm playing house music and it's all set to 150 beats per minute. So so the master tempo was stuck at 150 and I'm just playing this music for all these people and they're like, what the fuck is going on? And two or three songs went by with that 150 beat per minute house shit. Wow. And so finally I like, I like tracked one DJ who was in there and I'm like, dude, help. Like, please help. And then he got it back on track. Wow. And I was like, the worst possible thing happened to me, but it didn't kill the night. No. Yeah. Good good thing. Yes. I, uh, I opened for black bear. You know, black bear is yes. Black bear. Where, where was it at? It was, that's pretty sick. Yeah, it was dope. Uh, well it was like a great opportunity. Uh huh. And it was at WSU Washington state university. (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah. Pullman. Yeah. Pullman. And, it was a lot of things <laughs> that went wrong. <laughs> Go Cougs. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, I love the Cougs. It was not them. Like, we showed up. 
Black Bear did like an hour and we there was two hours for sound check. He did like an hour and fifty five minute sound check. What? I don't know what was going on. What, it was like a bad room. The room was oh. all glass. It was like a gymnasium. There was like not glass, but like there was windows. Oh. And the floor was wood, and so it just it sounded really. It bad. sounded trash. It sounded you could hear like the echoes off the back of the wall, just like it was like doo 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 doo, like a regular kick. And the um, kick was in stereo when it should be in mine. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> feeling exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, hold up, you might be clipping. I'm gonna turn you down a little bit. Um, yeah, and so that was the first problem, uh-huh. and so we didn't really get a sound check, and we didn't have a sound guy because we were fucking. I was like, were you the 19. only opener? Yeah, we were the only opener. Okay, and it was me and my friend Evan and my other friend Natalia. Okay, and we get up on stage and I was doing a DJ thing for a little bit just to warm them up a little uh-huh. and it was fine, but it was just really quiet. Like probably the first six or seven rows could hear us and the back couldn't even hear us. And Why? It, it was oh, mostly, oh, the music, the music was, was just too quiet. Oh yeah. And so we had to play our whole set as like <laughs> a baby quiet <laughs> And we're on stage and people are like, yeah, cool. Like, I'm going to just turn around and smoke this blunt. Did they do that because of like the whole like warming up and then like put out the full speakers out for the main person? I think so. But I think part of it was that I didn't have like a great setup. So I didn't have a lot of control over the volume. And then the guy in the back just didn't care. Didn't even really know what was going on, you know? And so we just... It was like, eh. Were you just like using like RCA cables and like there's no XLR kind of thing? Yeah, like, I was using like a, like a, I think it was like a SX2 or oh, just like, oh. a, you know? Okay. Like not a great that's still board. That's still solid, right? An SX2? Isn't that like the bigger Pioneer ones? But bigger than like a DDJ, if you know what that is? I think it might have been the DDJ. Oh, okay. SX2. It's like the one that like you can just plug, like it has no external power supply. No external power supply. Okay, that yeah. that tells yes. me everything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that exactly. Tells me, exactly. That tells me exactly. everything exactly. I need to know. Exactly. So, like, yeah, no external power supply. You just plug it into your computer and it goes. And uh-huh. and and uh, yeah. And so that was it. Was just a bummer because we didn't even really get to shoot our shot. Uh, you know, like we shot whatever we had, and people were like, "Yeah, cool, but we can't hear you, dude." Yeah. Like, so that was a huge letdown, and I felt it was like my fault because I was the kind of the leader. I should have had a sound guy, or I should have uh-huh. like figured out a way to communicate or like turned it up on my board more or done something. Mm. But you know, and, and now I don't feel guilty about it. I just, it was part of the learning. Yeah. It's part of the process. And so the next show we did was that, was that, the next big show was at Numos in Seattle, like 600 capacity. Love that. Oh, it sold Numos out. 600 Yeah, capacity. yeah. It feels like it's so intimate. It feels like there's only 300 people. There. I know, it does. But it's a big, big space. And we were opening for Said the Sky, and I brought Sam we- Weisner. You know Sam Weisner? Sam Weisner? No. He's from Bellingham. Or not from, but he went to Western. Okay. And um, so we brought a sound guy, and everything went way better. So I, I, I personally don't know what a sound guy is. Is it, that he like just runs the volume of your set pretty much the whole time? He's like riding, the, yeah, riding the theater. Yep, exactly. Oh, okay. That's yeah. uh, that's pretty cool. And since we have three or two vocalists and a keyboard and a guitar and a track, it's like a whole thing. Dude, you just connected so many dots for me. I was always wondering how that would happen. Like, yeah, if like if you were doing a live set with like out of Ableton that wasn't a DJ set, like how do you? 
do the different vocals for different songs because they all have different mixes. Right. Huh. Yeah. So you just so have get a, someone get a sound guy. Do the sound guy. Shout all out right. Sam. Yeah, he killed it. And that was a big learning experience, but by far the biggest letdown. I remember I was upset for like weeks. Like oh. I couldn't stop thinking about it. You know, when you're up on stage in front of like seven, eight hundred people and they just don't. That, that, there was that many people yeah. at Wazoo? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it, was, oh, it was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about some lows. What, what's about, what's your, your favorite performance? I'd say either Capitol Hill Block Party. I think probably this year would have been the best, but uh, we didn't get to do oh, it this year. No. <laughs> Last year was good. That said the sky performance was good. I opened for Kyle and Joey Badass. That went pretty well. Kyle? Is that Kyle. like, hi, I ain't getting high. Maybe you're a little baby. I don't want to lie. I know when you text me, girl, I don't always reply. Yeah, this is an angel, baby. You can't even fly. I okay. notice. Yeah. Baby, that you know <laughs> shit. Yeah, this focus. This is not the album, baby. This is just a throwaway. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. This shit drop is gonna so cold is gonna be a motherfucking snow day. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Okay, wait a minute. I don't know. I don't know. That was pretty good off the top. I remember I liked the beginning where it's like, man, fuck them kids, bro. Look around. Look at life. Oh, see that beautiful girl. See that water. <laughs> That's what I love. I love the, see that water. See that wa- like, trees. Yes, I love that water. Yeah, dude, that was Lil Yachty, man. Shout out Lil Yachty. Dude, I remember there was an interview where they, Lil Yachty said he didn't eat nothing but like Mountain Dew and pizza. That's disgusting. And here he is so trying to tell me about water. Bruh. All right. He's fronting. Speaking of which. Oh, yeah. I let it water break. Um, do I have my water bottle? Do you see it? I yes, see I it. It's up there, yeah. Oh. Commercial sponsored by Hydro Flask and glasses of water. Yeah, make sure you guys hydrate, yo. It's like a good way to not die. Very good way to not die. I have a hierarchy of needs. Number one is air. Number mm-hmm. two is body temperature. Number three, water. I wouldn't have. I would have said um, food than water. I would. Th- I didn't think body temperature would be number two, but that's correct. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, forget about that. I would. Speaking of water, I'm gonna talk about this water story that I have. Okay, do it. So hit me. I have been on this vibe of going to the river where I would go cliff jumping, mm-hmm. where many things have happened. Yes. You know about the river. Yes. I know <laughs> and, about the river. Um. I there I found that there's a refillable spring. They have a spring water like set up there where you can just like go and fill your water. And it all started because I saw this dude that had a Trump flag and like Mm -hmm. I was like, Why am I so scared of a Trump flag? (laughs) Like why does why is this making me scared? So I walked right up to that guy. I I was like, Hey, what are you doing at this thing? He's like, Oh, we're just filling up our water. We heard that the lady who who's been living here is a hundred and two and she claims to drink this water. And I was like, Bro, she you, lives forever. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you got me sold on this. And I'm like, I've always thought about like, you know, all the chlorine and fluoride in our yeah, water. Yeah, probably crap you know? for you. And oh, so, you know, and like our old system. So I'm like, what's the worst if I could if I get a little bit of like some little parasites, you know? Sure. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Just like the worst it. thing. Yeah. And so I started, I filled up my gallon of water and then I kept coming back and I start. I brought a five gallon jug this time. Uh-huh. And I remember going there 
and I see this dude and he has five or he has four five gallon jugs. Wow. And I'm like, bro, like I asked him, we were the only ones there. I was like, hey, how long does it take you to drink all that water? You know, that was was my question. And he goes, well, to be honest, two of these are for my marijuana plant. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so we ended up talking and I was like talking about weed. And I was like, you know, like weed now is not the same as weed was back when I was in high school because now weed is legal. It's all commercialized, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. It gets you so hot. It's just all about the numbers. Yeah. But and then he was like, dude, bro, like, you know plants are alive too and like you know if they're feeling the energy of being a capitalist fucking product like we're gonna the it's gonna affect the plant right and so uh he's like so i started growing my own on my heart that's dope and then he goes yeah i'm you know i'm hindu i practice non-violence and i'm like oh dude that's beautiful like Mm -hmm. whatever and he goes but i'll drop a motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this this is when the story gets wild and i'm like what the fuck what do you little, mean you'll drop a motherfucker turn, yeah and he goes um yeah dude i was here at the the river and there is these mexican guys and i'm like okay uh, yeah and yeah. he's like and they were talking shit in spanish and i'm like you know that How for did you a fact know? Yeah. i was like you know that for a fact he's like i could feel it and oh, i was like okay no, and then he says I walked up to them. I said, like, what's the problem? And I'm like, bro, it sounds like you're making the problem. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I snatched one of their phones. I'm like, what? He snatches their phones out of their hands. And then he's walking around with it, antagonizing them. And then when they get to a point, he just throws it in the bushes. And I'm like, dude, that sounds like his fault. Exactly what I'm yeah. saying. And I'm like, bro, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. And they kept talking shit. And so I went to my car. I'm like, oh, shit. He what are you going to do? And he goes, and I pulled out my katana. Oh, that's and even weirder. I'm what like, the fuck? what? He's like, yeah. And they all left. And I'm like, of course. <laughs> who wants to? F- who would fuck with someone who has a sword in their car at all times? And I'm oh like, you have a God. sword in your car? And he's like, yeah, you want to see? And I'm like, no way. I'm good. Bro. Did you go and see his sword? He pulls out the katana. Oh, my okay? God. He pulls it out. And I'm like, shit, this is sick. And he's like, do you want to hold it? And I'm like, no way. No way. You're going to hold a You're katana. You're going to let me hold this oh katana. Oh, my God. And he, he hands it to me. He unsheaths it from its little case. And I start going to town, bro. I start swiping. <laughs> I'm like, ha, yeah, ha, ha. <laughs> I'm getting all of the moves out. And then this is what he says to me. He says, whoa, bro, do you practice the art of the sword? Oh. oh, what a fucking compliment that That's shit was, bro. Big I was ego like, boost. yeah, I went to Anime University. I learned all that <laughs> shit from Inuyasha. Like, <laughs> Shout out Inuyasha. Yeah, dude, that's, that's how I got it. And so we left that, wow. and I go, hey, dude, like, since we were talking about weed, do you think you would mind, you know, you know, give it, like, could I buy some sure, from you? Sure. And he's like, yeah, sure, I, I can give you a nug. I'm like, oh, cool. That's nice. And he hands me this bag, and there's, like, probably, like, a little less than a quarter ounce of weed in it. And I'm, like, picking out a couple stems or a couple things, and I hand it back to him. He goes, no, 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 it's all for you. Wait, how much was in the bag? Less than, a qu- like, a little bit under a quarter of weed. Like, wow, ounce. wow. And he just gave it to me. Wow. And I'm like, whoa. That's and I still have that weed, and that was, like, two and a half months ago. It's like smoking in a time machine of summer. Do you, so do you smoke that weed often or no? 
I would say maybe once or twice a week. Okay. Like, is, it, is it good? Is it better? It's you, better. It's that's, better? That's the th- oh, my God. That's the thing. Oh, is that, that I makes loved, complete sense. I loved it because, like, it felt – it's like – it's like eating a tomato out of your friend's garden, yeah, yep, you know, yep. or like eating a zucchini that like your mom grew. Would you sell me some of that? Can I buy some? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, it, I cannot sell that to you. I'd have to give you some of that. Okay. Because that's how just it was Just a little bit. Yeah. I don't smoke that much, but man, I cannot stand the shit I buy from the dispensary. It gets me so high and it just does not feel the same. Yes. 100%. It just does not feel the same? Well, if in that case, I would smoke CBD. It, like that's what, like if I would go to the store, I would ask for... A sativa one to one ratio with CBD because okay. I like CBD because it's not like I'm not getting I don't want to get like stoned and like not do anything. Yeah, I want to smoke and go on a hike. I want to smoke right. and go ride my longboard. Sure. Yeah. Do you ever longboard? I used to cruiser. You know oh, what cruiser yes. Is? We actually have talked about this. Oh, yeah. There's that there's that one hill that you would hit like right down the road. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I would cruiser. I sustained a lot of serious injuries. Oh, because they're not safe at no, all. They're not. No, they're not. There's yeah. no. There's no. Go- nothing going for you there. No, Did you wear no, helmets yeah. though. Or no, fuck no. Of course yeah, not. Same here. Safety is was never the. If you want safe, you don't ride a cruiser. But no, no I would. I remember the. Th- I think the worst one I had. I just hit one of those mini potholes or not potholes uh like manhole covers oh yeah dude and those will fuck you because they're so small yeah and i just you didn't can't see, see him. it no and i just you know scraped the hell out of my hand and Ooh. yeah it's pretty nasty oh speaking of longboard falls mm-hmm. i was i was longboarding i had just gotten it and i'm wearing a, a tank top basketball shorts and some jordan flip-flops mm, really risky uh, yeah real risky <laughs> well it was, i was just cruising you know it was, yeah, it was not like yeah, i was gonna yeah. fall and then my homie comes by, and he just got a Mustang. Oh. And it's got a spoiler. Okay. And you I'm, like, I'm like, bro, yeah, let me hold on to the spoiler. Uh-huh. And that was the first day I experienced speed wobbles. And, the, and the, I the, fucking crashed oh, so hard. No. And I had a brand new tank top mm. all holed up. And I'm like, okay, well, shit, whatever. How bloody were you? I was pretty bloody. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. to the point where I, like, I'd have to, like, put a band-aid on i just have to take a shower and get all that pain off yeah and then it'd be good yeah but yeah wow we just went off on the wildest tangent always bro like i said longest podcast shout out tony tony yes but i do have some questions all right that i would love to ask yes we already talked about a lot of these things okay this is one what is something that you would like to share with because I would say the people that are listening to this podcast are like, you know, friends and family. And then also like producers that I've met on like Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. over the times who are like still relatively, you know, newer than me. Sure. And if you had any kind of like tips or not even tips, but like just what would you say to someone who is starting out? Music. Music. Producing specifically. I mean, whatever. Like being a creative person in general, like share something that's helped like some advice i would say and this is just for me i don't think this is for everybody but yeah don't let your creative pursuit get in the way of you living your life because i think a lot of times you hear the opposite of that which is like you need to like go in head first like you need to grind 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 like make sure you get your hours in like make sure blah 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 but i feel like yeah sure whatever but like life needs to be lived too 
And yes. like if you are spending a lot of time head down into Ableton or singing a lot or whatever you your creative pursuit is, you're going to miss out on some experiences that you could have had because you, you know, thought that the the way to uh, I call it like searching for God or like looking for God, you know, <clears throat> if you're looking for God in Ableton, mm. like what about all the other shit that's happening? Mm-hmm. You know, that could be really fulfilling and maybe even give your art and music more purpose. Yes. You know? And so that's a big, big, big part of making music is make sure you get out of the studio, you get out of your own head, you go talk to those people that you may or not have talked to, you know, go have those experiences where you get a, you know, slash the katana around like yeah <laughs> you know it's you like that live life and that's like the thing the reason i started making music was that so that i could connect with people more not so that i oh. could like escape connections from people yes so like music for me is a means to an end it's like once i have a life full of people that i love and care about i don't need to make music anymore oh. because like I've already connect. I'm already connecting, and like that's what I, for me, brings me the most joy. I so, dude. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think that is a take that not many people say because, like, I I listen to a lot of music podcasts, and they all talk about you know, fucking grind it up, bro. right? I know. You know, just put in your ten thousand hours. You know, lock yourself in your room. Where I'm like, I my journey of making music has been the quite the opposite. Yeah. Where it was like. You know, there was a time where I'd lock myself in. It's just I had no idea what was going on. I had been so new to it. But then it was like a certain point where I was like, dude, I want to make music. And like the whole reason, like you said, it was to make music to connect with people. People. Right. Like I just want to like. I want to perform and go all around the places Mm -hmm. and like meet people from everywhere, all walks of life and just like connect because like music transcends like languages. Oh, yeah. And like Universal. I want to like I have a dream of like going back to like the Philippines and Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and like connecting with like people out there who, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have maybe they I don't know. That's just how something I've always seen. But like. I don't know if I would ever stop making music like after all that. Yeah, because like I'll always like write some like like i'll always write those stupid songs like weird al yankovic sure kind of vibe, yeah you yeah. know like just vibe just vibe and just like laugh because like music doesn't always have to be serious no dude you know? i think you know who young gravy is no oh <laughs> from the name fire okay fire my god but not a single serious bar in an entire song you okay know? he's like so many puns a lot of fucking your bitch, that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard Zach Fox? Yes. There's Not quite that. You know, I got depression. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. Where it was like. R.I.P. Betty White, she ain't dead yet, but for when she, <laughs> when she dies. dies. <laughs> He's like, I, I put my dick, dick in, in a, a bag, bag of Doritos, Doritos and made a bitch, bitch suck the d- dust off the tip. tip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, there was um that. Did you Have you ever seen The Cave? Uh-huh, with Kenny Beats. With Kenny Beats. Oh, yeah. Dude, Kenny Beats is actually one of, like, my inspirations. Oh, And I yeah. didn't even know it. How come? Was because um, he was used to be part of this group called Loud Pack, and they were an EDM. Uh-huh. And my first time ever seeing Loud Pack was at the Wild Buffalo. Oh, my God. In Did you see Kenny Beats at the Wild Buffalo? I saw Kenny Beats no at the Wild fucking Buffalo. Way. Dude, what? back in 2015, 20 or maybe early 2016. Oh my god. And so I he wasn't Kenny Beats back then. He was just fucking Loud Pack. 
And then that's bl- you're blowing my mind. Yeah, dude. dude. And then that was the night that I go my th- what three year goal at Western was to go play at the Wild Buffalo. Sure. And then I talked about in the other episode where the, my first performance was at the Wild Buffalo. Ever. Right. And right. So it was just right. like, but yeah, Kenny Beats fucking was the start of that. And then my friend Winslow showed me who Kenny Beats was, and I was dying at the cave. I love those shows. Dude, yeah. Well, one thing that he's got the neon sign that says don't overthink shit. Yes. Bro, fucking shout out to that. Don't could, overthink shit. Do not shit. overthink shit. I think that's like a producer's bane. Because yes. you're in here, you're in your own world. If you're producing alone, mm-hmm. it's easy to play the same loop over and over again and just be yeah. like, oh, what is this cool? I like, yeah. I fucking, yeah, I'm cool, right? You know, I think, um, yeah, I fucking love Candy Beats. What's an emotion, you know, you were talking about like energy. Mm-hmm. We press the computer one more time, please. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, you were talking about like, um, you when you you want to get out that energetic feeling when you start singing mm-hmm. so what are what would you say even as like you're making these slower songs like what are do you like is there a certain emotion you want like the your listener to feel um i think it's like beauty mm. it's like a hyper color yeah very lush full feeling still positive but not as energetic. Uh-huh. When I sing, it's generally the subject. The funny thing is, when I produce, I generally produce with that energetic feeling. But when I sing, the subject matter comes more straight from the heart. And just because of where I'm at in my life, it tends to be a lot of heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Less so now. Now I'm more like, yeah, I'm doing better. Like, let's go. So yep. like, it's easier to write more uplifting music. Um, but that's been a recent recent development so i'm actually kind of excited to ride this new wave of like being a positive like things are looking up for your boy you know Mm -hmm. so yeah i remember the first song that you showed me when we hung out was the love love oh love bro that's a crazy song and i i love the message behind that song and the whole story behind that will that ever get released yeah, I mean, I don't know if the vision will ever get fully realized. Yeah. But um, mostly just, I think, because... Life has changed I, since that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I think I was more invested in that vision, and it was an important... I think it would still be cool to do, and I think that if I had more, like, clout, it would be <laughs> super doable. <laughs> uh-huh. But um, right now, I don't think that it's something that I want to spend time and energy investing in. Um. But no, the original concept f- for the song Love, for those of you who don't know, was like it's a tutorial on how to sing for people who don't know anything about music. Oh, I don't remember this part. Yeah, at the beginning of the song, it plays like a note, and it's just like, hold on. It goes. Right, and anybody can do that. So. Like that's uh that's the beginning and then it starts stacking and starts doing harmonies and then there's a beat that kind of comes in over time slowly. Uh-huh. And the idea was to have like a bunch of people all dressed in the same attire walking like a parade marching and just singing love and uh. to try and incorporate as many people as you can and mm. make it really easy to sing so that like 
it's inclusive and you don't have to be a musician. You can just be part of this like love March to like spread like positivity. And part of the reason that I was trying to do that was because it was during time of such like division with like the racial stuff. And then also like, you know, left, right, Republican, Democrat, like I just hate seeing everybody fight and divided. And so that was really like, it was just like, come on, like what's the thing that we know is true, like love. So yeah, that's the that's the concept behind the song, anyways. Yeah, and that, so. that when we when we did talk about that, that that was the vibe at the time was like there was no one seeing each other. There, no, there was dude. like there was a lot of hate. Like yeah. there was a lot of death, and like yeah. all of your news feeds were just filled Ugh. with like it was bad. It's better now. It's a lot better now, but it's still not great. But like yeah. Yeah, so hopefully, I don't know. Well, that'll get it'll come out, but it won't it, it won't be fully realized Yeah. that, I think. So, which is fine. But you know it's like shoot for the stars cuz then you'll or shoot for the moon and you fall in the, the stars, stars. kind yep. of thing. Yep. Like I remember I made this stay the night remix mm-hmm. for Zed and I had this whole vision to go behind it like with visuals and I mm-hmm. was like, "Yup, I got this in my head, but there was no way I was going to actualize it." Like right. I don't have a freaking production team to make like a 3d like world. <laughs> right, I don't have right. that. At my, but one day, you know, well, that's the thing about dreams, man. They Dude. come true slowly over time. They do right? come true slowly over time. So. When I go back and read my notebooks from like years ago, like I'll, I'll have sometimes have like little checklists. Like I used to love to do summer to do lists. Mm, that's fun. And like, I'll look at my old summer to do lists and, uh, Hey, what's up? <laughs> Yo, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, we're at the tail end of. We're it at now. the tail end. Come, 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 do a cameo, Ryan. Come on, come, come. Hello. We're talking about. I don't know. Live. Life. Or, yeah, yeah. Here. Hey, it's uh, Ryan. Uh, first time, long time. Just uh, <laughs> first time, long. Wanted time. to call in and ask. Um, you know, what does a day in the life of fluency look like? What type of toothpaste do you use? Um type of shampoo are we talking i hope hopefully we don't have a three-in-one arm and hammer situation i would hope not old spice three-in-one let me tell you this man's hair is light and fluffy and it smells like it smells like bed bath and beyond um wow damn life shit you guys ever just like sit down and just think about life that's what i've been doing recently yeah and it's fucking me up (laughs) 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 whatever you do don't think about life just make a podcast about it and then and then black it out after you finish the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. What's up, man? I'm Ryan, by the way. Hi, William, but William. I go by Trillium. Trillium, hell yeah. Yeah, nice to meet you. You uh, make music? I do indeed. Hell yeah. That's cool. Do you make music? Nah. You look like you could make music. Shit. I'm a creative person, but not musically. I'm tone deaf. If I wasn't tone deaf, I probably would be. They just need a more powerful auto tune for me. Let me tell you, this is the power supply for my auto tune. Oh. So double auto tune. Yeah, might work for me. Maybe, maybe you get a third one on there. We'll see. So, what kind of creative stuff do you like to do? Um, like, fucking sewing i like i like clothes for the most like fashion i guess and stuff and just like visual more visual art anything visual it's kind of almost i wish that i had less like 
kind of trades or whatever because it's just really hard to finish one project if you have like five or six different projects like, going on at the same mediums time mediums also oh, it's like oh yeah. am, I, am i wearing my videographer hat today am i wearing my like woodworking hat today am i wearing my painting hat it's like a lot of hats to wear what was the last hat you wore uh the last because you're wearing a I nice wore, beanie right now yeah um this is my carpenter hat i was Ooh. at work being a carpenter drilling and sanding that's not really art uh clo- yeah. clothing shit just like clothing shit I know. I just gotta like work harder. Laziness is also a hat that I often wear. <laughs> I, I can I can vibe with that too. <laughs> often a hat that I wear. Yeah. What's no, the inspiration good. between b- behind your clothes? Because I feel like I've seen you wearing your clothes. Have, yeah. Just yes. honestly, mainly like seeing, which is like a horrible time to be like, oh, I want to do clothes, but just seeing so many people being like, oh, I'm gonna make clothes, and just like. I don't know. I hate the kind of like graphic, like overly graphic, just people like printing, like edgy stuff, all like all around print, chaotic, like stuff. I'm like, damn, we can be like cool and forward thinking and stuff and like have our like edgy vibe without it just being like overly garbage. in your face. You know what I mean? There's so uh-huh. much stuff where it's just, it's I'm like, okay. Simple. Yeah. Simple, but also not like clean. That makes sense. I don't know. Just kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like modern, but not like, I don't know. I don't want to say any name, but some like, you know, playground world type shit where it's like, just there's like airbrush and like screen printing and like patches sewed onto it of just like random anime characters and like Pikachu. It's like, damn, it's like just chaos is like the style. I don't really understand that. I'm like, well, we could take some of these elements and like make something that's like, will look good still in like uh-huh. 10 years people are like oh well this is like cool yeah i don't know so just like guess why anybody does anything just being like thinking that they could do it better yep that's the one better, but just so we're looking at what is that a tan shirt with a with a w- one that is <laughs> made out to. of like jersey so material would you like to be my um Ooh. that's outlined with it's sewed on and then there's a eyes that slightly look like towelie yeah. from yeah, south some park geeked up eyes some geeked up eyes so geeked embroidered up, like, varsity one yeah pretty much just embroidered and like sports stuff like being liking like where we all wore like you know like polo and nike and adidas but it wasn't like i don't know kind of taking sports like in sport cl- like that type of shit but making it like you know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not just being like, oh, like, yeah, I don't know. So, so you, some shit like that. You're saying sports weren't streetwear? No, sports were are streetwear, but it's like, it's I don't know. Just making it more obvious, like me appropriating sportwear and sport, like, jerseys to look more like. Because I would just be like a little like dirty skater kid, like wearing like a soccer jersey or something, <laughs> skate park. And that's kind of the vibe that it's like, oh, oh it's like I'm not, this isn't Adidas, but it's like, I don't know. It, it, it's inspired. <laughs> it's kind of inspired. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like my parents wanting me to play sports my whole life and me just wanting to go and like skate and shit. It's like kind of something like that where it's like, oh, I'm going to take this inspiration, like 
you know, it's there. Did you still have to play sports? Yeah, I did. So yeah, so, so you're doing. Like, you took something that you had to do and then incorporated it with things that you wanted. Right, to Right, where it's like I'm just That's gonna like cool. use it for my own thing, kind of. I don't know. But I don't know. It's Ryan Olson. Uh, like and subscribe. Um, <laughs> I think that's all she wrote for me. Okay. Well, thanks Thank for you. Yeah, thanks for being on the podcast, Ryan. We'll be up in a sec. Are you dipping? Okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, that was freaking great. That, uh, that's my first time meeting your brother. I, really? It took me like a few moments to realize because first you said he made the drapes and i remember you telling me that your brother made the drapes yep. and then i was like that means your brother made clothes and then it was all coming together yeah, and i was like yeah. yes okay do you sweet. notice any similarities between us no i didn't really no i would not have thought that you all were brothers that's surprising but a lot of people say we look like twins what i know i don't see it either i think it's the mustache he does have a little bit of he doesn't always rock the stash okay so because I don't think I've ever seen you with facial hair. I generally shave it. Do you it, it, grow I get, facial I hair? can. I like clean the clean look, and I also can't grow this part of my beard, oh. so it doesn't connect. So I just have mutton chops with like a. Have you noticed that it will come? It might will come eventually. I don't know. We'll know. Okay. We'll find out. We'll see. Yeah. I will never have facial hair. Why not? I don't. Ha- I don't. You grow don't it. grow it, dude. You I, don't have to shave. I shave my mustache every three or four days. And I shave underneath, like, my neck every three or four days. And that's it. I'm so jealous. And I, I don't grow any cheek hair. Wow. Feel these cheeks. Feel these cheeks. Oh, my God. They're so smooth. That's just, you know, that's just. Do you me. feel that spark? <laughs> <laughs> you know, physical affection is definitely one of my love languages. Oh, yeah. That's and I, good. like, you know, just touching friends in is just always fun. Yeah, to it's me, great. You know? No, I, I agree. enjoy it. But you know, let me let me end this on. Okay. Uh, we already did that, so I want to know what what like we talked about how like just living life is your inspiration mm-hmm. is like one of your inspirations. But like, what like who who are some like musical inspirations that like inspired you? Musical. Okay, the beginning was Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Yeah, just like you, I started making beats so that I could sing on them. Ooh, right. Yeah, but yes. I, just like you, I didn't get back to it. I love it. Just recently, so yeah, Mac Miller, fucking huge one. Avicii. Oh yes. Love Avicii. I'm trying to think, you know, I listen to a lot of music. I'm, I'm inspired by anybody who can make me feel something. Yes, so that's I a agree. lot of people. I agree. Right. Um. It was lately. It's been like Jeremy Zucker, Dominic Fike, Young Gravy, mm. um, Black Bear. Uh, but I've been trying to kind of move away from that like sad boy lane, just because I'm. I feel like I've gotten those songs out. I feel like I've written those songs, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and they're also kind of depressing to write sad songs. So. Yeah. But uh, I love Daft Punk, The Weeknd. Mm. All of these artists, I have a, a deep connection. To yeah, as well. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Even pop, like I love Ariana Grande. I like rap too. I really like um, Jack Harlow's good. I knew you were gonna say yeah. that. Yeah, I like it, we, that day we hung out was when 
the remix to What's Poppin' That's came right, out. Yes. Bro, and that we listened was, to it together. That had a, we listened to it on phone speakers and it was still fire. Dude, it slaps. Because uh, they had DaBaby, Lil I Wayne, and da- Post Malone? No, Tyga. Tyga? Not Tyga. Ty, uh, Ty Dolla Sign? No. Lil Tori. Tori Lanes. Tor- <laughs> Lil Tori? Tori Lanes. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I fucking love Tori Lanes. And DaBaby. DaBaby is... Whew, uh, they're so both of them are so good, and they just really destroy. They the one thing about the baby and Tory Lanez is they they do one thing, but they do it well. It's just so good. Like you you know right away when you hear it, you're like, oh my god, this is like whenever I, like I haven't felt the energy from from rap music like I felt it from the baby. The baby yeah. I feel like just makes me want to go rowdy. Yeah. Like oh yeah. L- like. And like it kind of was like the feeling of like Mobamba. Mobamba yeah. like made everybody just want to just it's destroy just their friends and uh, yeah, dude. Every everyone was like that song oh went crazy. And so like when I started hearing the baby, I was like, bro, this guy is like. And I loved his his word choice. Like he would He's, say some yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I really like the baby, but I don't. The thing is, is I stopped listening to much rap music in the last few years. Yeah, I've definitely lost a little bit of interest in rap. I think uh, music in general it needs some kind of new twist, new turn. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I've maybe that's I think that's part of that is getting older, yeah. just experiencing a lot of music. Now I feel like I've experienced a lot of music. It's harder to impress me. Yeah. So that's something. But uh, I also really like jazz and a band called snarky puppy i don't know if you've heard of them they do they're like a big instrumental music you know and there's like no singers Mm -hmm. so there that's really cool god i just so many so many different artists local artists too really inspire me i think when i wrote my best music i was competing with the friends that i had at western though oh yeah like do you know ethan donovan Ethan Donovan goes by Don't Tell Me, 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 Don't Tell Me. Oddlin. Yes! Yes! Oddlin. Shout out Oddlin. Yes. I remember he played a song that he made with his friend. I can't remember the him, but it was him and this other guy. And I remember hearing it and just being like, wow, this is so fucking good. And I And just being like, damn, like, I cannot believe my friend made this song. You know? And then I like after that I made one of my most popular songs, Preoccupied. Preoccupied? You know Preoccupied? I don't think I know that one. It's uh yeah, it's like one of my more popular ones. And if you listen to my top five, you heard it today. Then I probably did. Yeah. yeah. Um so but I, I heard him make that song and then I was just I was like, I I I can do this. Like I gotta be better than like I just felt oh, that competitive you felt urge. That. You felt yeah. That. And so I think that like having peers around you that are making really good songs can be an important part of it. I think that is very important. Yeah. Like and inspiration. It's inspiration. Yeah. Like it's I wouldn't call it not even it's not fr- even friendly competition because you all have different lanes. Yes. You know, but yes. it's like when you see one of your friends succeeding, you're like, dude, like you could either take that as like a personal attack and like, oh shit. No. Or yes. you can take it the opposite way yeah. and be like, dude, that's so fucking sick. You make me want to go home and make a song. Yes. You know? Yes. It's inspiring because you're like, I cannot, I just can't believe it. I talked wow. about Odlin on one of my other episodes because him, do you know Ciela? Yeah. Oh, Ciela, wait, don't tell me. 
Christian? Christian. Johnson? Yes. Yes. And, um, God, Garrett Barber. I lived with Garrett. You know that, right? I did not. Pacifics. Know yeah, Pacifics. Yeah, we lived together I for a year. His, his DJ name last Yeah, time. he's the homie. I'm we sorry. Love Garrett. <laughs> but, um, they, I remember those three, they played a set at the Wild Buffalo and they did an all ID set or all original oh, set. Oh, And it was like the first time I'd ever heard DJs doing that. Like, yeah, make, doing an entire set with just their own like, Dude, stuff. Dude, their stuff is so good. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've loved living with Garrett because he was just always cooking up. Like yeah. he always, oh yeah, he always had something going. It was like, and I'd be in the other room like cooking up my own shit. You know, where did you live? We lived uh, south of Western. Okay, so like Twentieth Street. You remember that? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I know Twentieth Street, right, right, right down there. I'm going to Bellingham this weekend. You are? Yeah. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna go see the good old homie Winslow. Shit. He just got a uh, a house. Um, that he's living at and he has a full studio in there and nice. I'm about to go check it out. Nice. He's going to freaking just make ramen and just chill. That's dope. Did you ever meet the noisy waters boys? The noisy? I think so, but I never, it, I was way too new of a musician that I was too intimidated by them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good. I think they, they don't, uh, still make music together, but Ben's, uh, one of them who I was friends with still does mm -hmm. he still makes a lot of beats so he's definitely an inspiration shout out benza shout out to benza shout out benza he still make he, he had a song or not a song but like one of his tiktoks blew up where he made a beat to like some singer uh-huh and now he just does that like all the time i see him posting like new beats like every day on tiktok <laughs> so tiktok is the way tiktok man. is the way yeah but China. all right man let's wrap let's wrap that is a wrap. Easy um, money, you know, babies. How long this was was probably a couple hours. No way. I, I feel like I we could, say that and then I we could look almost at the time. guarantee you, bro. Like zoom out of that and I okay, bet you it'll look. say it. Oh my god. It's well, we're at s over 70 minutes. So like an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Okay, all right. That felt yeah. But you know what? Um with that being said, this is your boy William aka Trillium. This is Fluency. <laughs> You can find his socials at Fluency. Yep. F L U E N C I E. Yep. And, you know, I'm going to say check out Balance on Spotify. That was oh, my favorite. Thank you. What, what's something you would want someone to listen to? Uh, Your heart. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Listen to your mind. Listen to your body. Take care when of it. When it's coming for you, Ooh. listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. If you know what to do, it sounds like you're singing a real song. I am oh. singing. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, a real song. I don't know that song. That's okay. Mm. Oh, that's okay. Because hey. we're going to make a new song anyway. Woo. That's okay. Da -da. That's okay. We're gonna make a new song today. My yeah. name is William, A or AKA Trillium. Hey. I'm just chilling hey. on the couch hey. with my homie named Alex. Hey. And you know we be slipping and you know that we be slapping to these beats and a bass guitar and I be rapping. I'ma switch Ooh. it to him Ooh. and I'ma Ooh. let you Ooh. just know. Ooh. We just ate at Little Ooh. Coney's Ooh. and you know I'm a hoe. Oh. For the food and the fish and hey. the chips and the drinks. Uh -huh. And I be chilling right here in my coat that's not minx. Oh, I don't have any mink coats. But if I did, oh. I would take them on a lot of big boats. A yeah. boat. I don't write a lot of things down, but nope. if I did, I would write them in iPhone notes. Okay, oh, okay. that's how it goes <laughs> when you rapping with these hoes.
Yep. Yeah, I cannot hit my notes when I sing high, I sing low. That's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take it back to the boat. <laughs> I'm going to take it back to the boat. Hey. It's a sailing in the seas, and I saw you just float. And ooh, now you're just ooh, sinking to ooh, the bottom ooh. of the river, hey. or maybe hey. it's the ocean. Oh. I don't know that hey. it's bigger. Hey, hey. hey. What you doing today? Hey, Wanna go to hey, my dock hey, in the middle of hey, the say S E A? And you know, got hey, seals on the beach. Seals. And you know we're talking to the Beatles people in the sea. Mm. Yeah, we're talking to the Beatles. Shout out Ringo <laughs> and Star and whatever the fuck the rest of the names are. Because I don't really know. I drive a fast car, it yeah. broke down. I got AAA. They got there. They're like, bro, why you drive like a maniac? You going way too fast. Gotta Ooh. take it back Ooh. from the Cadillac. Ooh. I gotta do some things they don't like because I've been rapping so much. I think they think I rap too fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving way too fast. I'm going 80 and a 30. Hey. Seeing hella kids and I'm thinking they're really... Dirty. Dirty. Oh. <laughs> oh, they're getting really hurty because I'm hitting them with my car and they're all up on my windshield. Ooh. Oh my goodness, Splatter. it's like Grand Theft Auto 5. Blood. Grand Theft Auto 5 or maybe San Andreas or maybe Vice City or maybe Liberty City Stories or maybe even <laughs> the ones that are on the PlayStation Portable that you look maybe even the Playboy because you did Homebrew. They should hire you to do those ad reads at the end of the pharmaceutical commercials where they're like side effects may include big dicks <laughs> low blood pressure high blood Zoloft pressure. where you can you know get off all of your friends <laughs> but you could also get yourself off but yes the side effects include big dick energy big clit energy really small dick energy really micro dick energy you got really tiny really 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 small hair follicles energy <laughs> your hair follicles are shrinking into the big, big side of your head so that your cranium becomes just giant ball of hair and then all of a sudden your toes start to melt and your your face starts to melt and you get phlegm coming out of melting. your ears and you get phlegm coming out of your hands and your fingernails grow really long and then the hair starts growing out of your knees and then they braid together and you become a hair knee monster that spikes people in the face just like in the adams family with that thing with the really giant hair and it was all very luscious and you know he used conditioner you know the conditioner was always a three-in-one arm and hammer yeah shout out arm and hammer Ar arm and hammer old, uh, spice, old spice terry cruz yep terry cruz yep. was a crew member oh. for western washington university no way he was on the crew yes. he was a single man Wow. Doing the boat stuff. Wow. Boatman, Terry Cruz, and we out. That, and we out. And we out. Love y'all. Stay Love humble, stay trail. Take care. <laughs> oh, we should have done the whole podcast like that. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Trail Talks Trends. We were with Live with Fluency, a.k.a. Alex Olson, and that was such a vibe. It brought me really right back to those moments that we had together in his studio. And um, thank you for tuning in. Um, this is, again, the last episode of 2020, going into 2021. And, you know, it, doing this podcast has helped me reflect on kind of the things that I want and the connections that I want to um, honor and go forward with in the future and it's really nice just getting perspectives from different people and having good talks and yeah just connecting and even though i'm only six episodes in and you know they were tough to do all these interviews and i'm you know learning and i'm thankful for everyone who is part of this process and i'm going to continue to do it and the support means everything and on top of that, uh, I just want to say I love you. I really do. Anyone who's taken the time to listen to 
you know these rambling thoughts these cool interviews with these amazing people um i really appreciate y'all and if you know any artists that you'd want me to interview um that would be cool because so far these have all just been my friends and you know people that i really respect but i'd love to hear you know people in your circles that you think you know have a story that needs to be told i think that would be amazing so all right peace out everybody stay humble stay chill because you know you know the deal i'm right here and you are too so would you like to be my boo all right bye